Welcome to the Hustle Straight Podcast, the show that brings you economic equity for everyone every day with your host, Deborah Gould. Yes, I am Deborah Washington Gould, President and CEO of Deborah Gould & Associate Inc. is a New Orleans-based management consulting and performance management business founded in 1996. Please visit my website at www.gouldassoc.com to learn more about my professional service offering in management consulting, training, facilitating, executive coaching, and business motivational keynotes. So today's program is about Dr. Calvin Mackey, STEM NOLA. But give me a moment for those who are just joining us for the very first time to share with you about the Hustle Skirt Podcast. The mission of the Hustle Skirt Podcast is to promote, communicate, and amplify the influence of men and women entrepreneurs for profit organization. Yes, we will have C-suite and higher executive with a corporation or a nonprofit organization. So with that being said, this Hustle Skirt program will be an opportunity for guest appearance like Dr. Calvin Mackey to connect with and market their services to the listening audience. Please give me an opportunity to introduce to you today on the Hustle Skirt podcast. Dr. Calvin Mackey, an award-winning mentor, inventor, and speaker, established STEM NOLA nonprofit organization to expose and inspire communities, especially minorities and low-income students, to STEM opportunities. STEM NOLA has engaged over 125,000 students since 2013, providing hands-on project-based learning. So his contact information from Dr. Calvin Mackey, STEM NOLA, the website is stemnola.com as well as stemglobalaction.com. There's a couple of social media handles. We can also reach Dr. Mackey at STEM NOLA on all platforms. And that office number, area code 504-391-0730. And that email, info at stemnola.com. I'm so excited about this interview with CM today because man, you are this earth shine and you are just doing so many marvelous things. When I created this podcast, I said, Calvin got to tell his story. <laughs> so thank you for the privilege to have you, Dr. Mackey, on the Hustle Skirt podcast today. So we're gonna jump in, but before I jump in with any question, Calvin, there was an article in August 2022. 
that I was extremely so impressed to read this particular article. And I know you have it all over the country. So I hope my audience can get a good view. I'm just trying to get it in range for us. So man, when I saw this, I made a copy and sent to so many of our colleagues around the country. I said, I know STEM is everywhere, but there ain't nothing like STEM NOLA with Dr. <laughs> Kelvin Mackey. What I was most impressed with was the uh, subject on we believe. And when you flipped over to this article and biz, Captain New Orleans, and I love it, Kelvin, if you just give me a moment before we really get into our interview today. No problem. His brother may be Marvel new Captain America on screen. But for almost 10 years, Dr. Calvin Mackey has been busy on the ground helping New Orleans youth find their own superpower. As he tackles one of the biggest problems New Orleans and the nation faces. Now he's looking to take things to the next level and he needs your help. So I hope that you take a moment in this interview to share more about the content of this particular article. I was extremely impressed and I'm just stealing some time to just get, let you get your shine on and tell others more about it. But the reason what makes me so excited, Kelvin, about STEM, my grandson is a high school graduate in Northern California. He's 17, he's starting mm. his freshman year in college. He have had the opportunity to, when he would spend his summer with his grandparents two consecutive years to participate and he loved it. So Great. I was inspired by that experience to see his enthusiasm and excitement. So let's do this, Kelvin. My first general question today for you, why did you decide to start your own nonprofit or your business? Well, first and foremost, Deborah, thank you. Thank you for having me and thank you for all that you continue to do in the community. Uh, I remember I moved here when I was a professor at Tulane and I, uh, and I met you and you were doing carpet training and stuff then. And I've watched you ever since. you. So thank you. Um, oh, my privilege, bro. No problem. I started, really the reason why I started Stimnola uh, was uh, my wife and I have two beautiful, my wife Trace and I have two beautiful uh, sons. In the third grade, my son came home and he said, Daddy, I don't like science anymore. I said, boy, you must be out your mind. It's in your DNA. I said, when your mama was listening to that crazy classical music, I was whispering Newton's four laws to her stomach. So it's in your DNA. He said, no, Daddy, the teacher just talked to the board and I like to do stuff with my hands. And I looked at my son and said, we got to do something about this. I realized I was losing my son, right? I mean, I'm a scientist and an engineer, a researcher, and he's telling me now he doesn't like this in the third grade. So this is what privilege is. Since I was a person of means, I went in the garage, uh, I, I cleaned my garage out, I got online, I started ordering all these different kits. Since I was an engineer, every Saturday, we would sit in the garage and start doing all these hands-on materials and these hands-on activities. And before you know it, my other son came out, before you know it, the kid down the street came. Before you know it, they had like 20 kids in the garage on Saturdays. And it became an expecting thing, right? Because the parents like, what time the kids gonna come on Saturday? And I'm like, look, I'm not doing it this Saturday. The parents upset, the kids upset. But one time my son came home and I said, son, what's your grades? A couple of months later, he said, daddy, I got all A's. I said, that's what I expected you, son. 
He said, Daddy, my friends want to know how I know all this. I said, well, did you tell them you do it in the garage with your dad? And he said, yeah, Dad. He said, but my friends need this. And my son realized at that point, Deborah, he was being exposed to somebody and things that his friends were not. And he believed in his heart of hearts, but empathy he must have got from his mom, that if his friends were exposed to those people and things too, they would know the things he, he knew. Absolutely. And right then and there, I realized I'd become like many other people, keeping my time and my talent and my treasure in my house with my two when I had something bigger to offer the community. If this had done this, if this was doing this for my kids, it was doing it for the kid next door and the kids down the street. What about the kids who live on the other side of town who don't have access to a Dr. Mackey or Tracy Mackey or pharmacist or Dr. Griggs, a lawyer? I mean, there's, there's a social capital gap that many children have, and it's not their fault. So my wife and I decided to put up 100000 of our own dollars. I went out, tried to get money. People wouldn't listen. They just couldn't see the vision. And we did our first event, December 2013, and Joe Brown recreation facility in New Orleans East. We prepared for 100 kids, 100 people. And we had up with a 500 people that we had over 350 kids and 150 parents. And, and this was a cold winter rainy morning in New Orleans and 500 people came out to our first little program. And my wife and I, Tracy and I stand there looking at each other like, what is going on? Uh, and since then now nearly 10 years, on the second Saturday of every month, for the last 10 years, we've, we've had these events in New Orleans. But that was the impetus. That That's how we got started because we what knew we had commitment, something. Commitment, commitment, we committed, we, we committed to giving to other children that which we gave our two because we saw the response in our two. And, and this thing, like, I'm like, if, and they say, well, those are your sons. I say, absolutely. And I have expectations for my sons. But I know with other kids, if they had access to what I was giving my kids, we get similar results, and we're seeing that now. Kelvin, this is what makes me excited about the Hustlesburg podcast. As I look into your eye, both you and your wife has been so dedicated in this community to give back. What a treasure that you are offering, opening up your garage to hear the beginning 500 at Joe Brown, and just to watch you, how this thing have expanded 125,000 students. My grandson was one of those fortunate young, Beautiful. young males who are doing very well and taking a giant leap into his college experience. Would you take a moment to get your shine on to tell the world on this platform what your brilliant sons are doing and where they are now? Well, Miles, uh, who's our oldest son, the one who said, you know, he don't like science anymore. Uh, he eventually graduated from Patrick Taylor STEM school here in the, in the city. And he got a full tuition, room boarding fees, scholarship through the PhD to Howard University. So he's entering his junior year at Howard. He spent his first summer at the Aberdeen Proving Grounds in the U.S. Uh, Army Research Lab in Aberdeen, Maryland. And this summer, he's in Pasadena, California, doing an internship at Jet Propulsion Laboratories, doing AI, artificial intelligence, and machine learning on data coming from the Mars rover. So, I mean, that, that guy is, he's, he's, he's on another planet. He's doing his thing. He's excited. And we call him our STEM baby because he was always just wanting to do stuff. And we created that, that environment, that pathway for him. 
our second son, Mason, uh, Mason has always been more well-rounded than Miles. Miles just said, look, I'm going to do this. I don't like that. But Mason said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. But Mason just graduated valedictorian from Patrick Taylor, which is the number one school in the state of Louisiana now. With a, we had like a 491. Um, he was captain of the basketball team, SGA Prez, uh, all district basketball player. He's done three movies, six commercials. And he can dance like Michael Jackson. I mean, he just, he's like the everyday, he's like a Renaissance man, right? He's, and he's decided to, to, go to, to go to Yale and major in economics and data science. And I talked to him this morning because he's in uh, Boston. He and my wife, he's in Boston with the NAACP AXO competition where he's competing uh, in the drama section uh, with, with, with the national AXO competition. So we're very proud of our sons. We're more proud of the people that they are, the, 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 their heart, their... Uh, I'm going to tell you a story because it speaks to, to make them. me cry, Calvin. This is so rich. <laughs> you know, when my son graduated, when, when Miles graduated, people see, I see people see the glory, but they don't know the story. When Miles graduated, and I went up to him, I kissed him on his forehead, and I said, I love you. He said, I love you, Daddy. I said, son, I'm proud of you. He said, thank you, daddy. And I said, son, I'm sorry. And he, he kind of pulled away and looked at me and said, you're sorry about what, daddy? I said, Miles, when you were born, the only thing I ever wanted in this world was a family. And then I got, you know, you made, you made us a family, right? And I said, I knew then I had about 940 Saturdays with you. I counted the number of Saturdays in 18 years. And I said, I'm sorry because for the last nine years, on a second Saturday, at least one Saturday in every month, I've spent with other people's children. That's a hundred Saturdays I can never get back with you. And he looked at me and he said, Daddy, no, I, I understand. He said, we were together and we did and we did this together. And I said, son, it's not about you understanding. This is about me letting you know, I know that there was a cost and a sacrifice uh, for doing what we've done. So when we say we did this, it was the four of us. And um, me, Tracy, Miles and Mason, built something for the community and the boys are just, it was just a, just a much a part of it and still a part of it as, as, as we were. Calvin, you are nothing but awesomeness. But talking about Mason and talking about Miles, would you take a moment to tell the world about your queen, Tracy? Because you guys oh. are an amazing family. Deborah, you're going to make me cry. So uh, this interview you know, today, I'm trying to hold back <laughs> my own tears, but I want you to tell it. You know, uh, you know, I, I met Tracy, you know, and it's like I met her and I mean, I just, her heart was so genuine. She was so tender. Literally, I went home and I said, God, don't let me mess this up. Please don't let me mess this up. You know, and, and she wasn't even my girlfriend. Thank I'm, you for I'm, I'm, taking a, it to God. Thank yeah, you. this gonna, is going to be my girlfriend. And I, I know God, like, yeah, you said this a lot. I'm like, but God, believe me, don't let me miss this one up, right? You know, two what, two years later, we, we, we was friends for two. I moved back to New Orleans. We dated for two. So we eventually, when we got married, uh, she, usually when, you know, you have a wedding cake and you have a groom's cake. So when we cut the wedding cake, we like, then we said, let's go cut the groom's cake. And the groom's cake is usually a gag, a gag some kind of gag cake or something. When, I, when they uncovered the, the groom cake, she had taken a picture of like a Home Depot stock certificate and she had them make the top of the cake like a Home Depot stock certificate. 
and the Home Depot stock certificate was the, the Calvin Mackey Learning Centers. And it was 1 million shares made out to her. And in the subject line, she broke fully invested for life. And on that day, I knew then this woman heard my vision, heard my dream, and was in it. And all along the way, she has been there. I've fallen, I've failed, I've taken risks. And I tell people all the time, there ain't nothing that Tracy Mackey wants that she can't get. If I can give it to her, she got it. Because when they're talking about help, help me, she's been, I mean, she's been there. You know, I was a professor at Tulane for 12 years. You make each other shine. And no, I guarantee she, you, Cal, Dr. Calvin Mackey, folks will be tuning into this interview over and over again. This is a powerful story. And, and I, I don't know. I know I all that history. Yeah, I don't know who, who I would be or who my boys would be uh, without her. So, uh, so thank when, you we, for when people being talk the about type STEM, of when, human being you are, thank when, you, Calvin. Yeah, when people talk about STEM NOLA, I mean, I know the engineering, but she she brought the heart. I kept telling him, look, I brought the head, but she brought the heart to STEM NOLA. And that's important because yes. parents always say, they always come back and say, yeah, it is clear y'all thought about us. You know, meaning that what we built, we built it with the with the people in mind, and that's that, that's all, Tracy. She said, "I ain't gonna give nobody kid that which we ain't gonna give our own." And just to give you a little example, we just had a big rocket day in at University of New Orleans. Seven hundred people, Boeing brought it, out about, yes. Boeing brought about a hundred employees out, and this lady was visiting from Maryland. Uh, the, the Department of Defense came down and observed. And the lady who came down with the Department of Defense brought her mother-in-law. And she came out to the STEM event, and it was hot. And we had misters, we had fan, we had icing, we had water. And a lady came up to me at the end and said, this is absolutely beautiful. And know what she said, Deborah? She said, you even had nice bathrooms for us. Bravo to you. That meant something. Because that woman know for us to have that type bathroom, we had, you know, I got executive bathrooms with air conditioning. She said, I've never been to something like this. And you would give us porta potties and you. And I, and I tell my team, I said, I said, that's that true. You it that way. That speaks to who we are. Yes. Let me th throw these other two questions in because this is an awesome interview, Calvin. Here's a specific one. What will you never compromise on your bit in your business? Ah. You know, I have a saying that I tell the kids all the time. I tell them, look, I say, I'm like Tupac, I ain't hard to find. Cause I was like, doc, I say, I'm like Tupac, I ain't hard to find, just Google me and they laugh. But I leave, always leave them with this. Don't check my credit, check my credibility. Uh, I will not compromise my credibility. I've lost friends, I've lost politician friends. I've lost people because they're just some things I will not compromise. And one thing I keep telling my boys and I tell the people around here, the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. The problem is a whole lot of people can't figure out the main thing. We know what our main thing is. And our main thing is these families and these children. And I will not compromise on, on, on what, we give, what we give to them, how we give it to them, and, 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 the, and the quality of what we give to them. And uh, 
And I've walked away from the table because people wanted our children to have less. And I, I, I will not do it. I will not, I, you know, like I say, check my credibility. And I stand on that. My word is my bond. And uh, if I fail, I fail. But you, you better believe what I told you I'm going to do. I'm going to try. What I said, I meant it. And you, 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 can, you, you can count on it. Thank you, Dr. Calvin Mackey, for your credibility. Woo, that was powerful. One final, it's a fun one. What makes a good leader? <laughs> you know, I was talking to somebody the other day and I said, man, when you're three feet ahead of the people, they say you're a leader. When you're 10 feet ahead of the people, you're a target. And I've been talking this STEM stuff, this STEM stuff so long that now I'm three feet ahead of the people because, you know, we in a group of people. But when I first started it, I was the target. People like, what is he talking about? Here you come with that STEM stuff. But I keep telling people what make a good leader is that a manager deals with what is in front of her. But a great leader, a good leader, got to look around the corner and anticipate what's coming. And the great leader got a plan for what's coming, not for what's right there in them. Like I told my team, we got a grant in 2020 from Department of Defense for $3 million, a million dollars a year. And I told my team, this is y'all work for the next three years. I'm already in 2024. Because when that grant ends August 31st, I'm going to have a million dollar hole in the budget. So since 2020, I've already been in 2023 trying to trying to fix this, 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 this hole I know coming. So what makes a good leader is definitely anticipation, but also Dr. Morris F.X. Jeff. I'll never forget, I moved back to New Orleans and, and Dr. Jeff was like, was like a mentor to me. He said, look, Calvin, we gotta go home. He took me to Ghana, West Africa, and we in a Kibi village in Ghana. And we sit down talking to the chief of the Kibi village. And they came on, they said, y'all want tea or anything? And I said, I want tea and we got that. And he was talking to the chief. I said, it gotta be great being a chief, right? He said, young man, never forget this. Everyone serves the chief, but the chief serves everyone. A great leader is one that serves everyone. I tell my employees all the time. I say, y'all mad at me and I'm working every day. I get up and work for you all. I'm here. I'm working for y'all. I'm trying to make a great company, a great culture. I'm trying to make sure we can make payroll. I want to give you your bonuses. I, I'm trying to create a culture where you can bring your whole self to work. You can go home and know that you're going home and you work somewhere great serving the people and you can have a great family. I want that for you. And that, a lot of times people don't understand that. The great leader works for his people. The great leader doesn't work for himself. That's on time. Thank you for that contribution, that message. And I do remember Mars Jeff, he was amazing. So Calvin, as I close out today, I want you to know that this was on time, man. Thank you for your credibility. Heavenly Father, thank you for Dr. Calvin Mackey. To your parents, thank you, Mom and Dad. Thank you, Tracy, for being that awesome queen. And Miles and Mason continue to soar like an eagle. Because you and your employees, this man works hard for the money. I'm so proud of all the different sponsors, the grants you have had, how you have grown. STEM NOLA is on the map in this community because of your footprint. Keep on, Calvin. Keep doing what you're doing. Hold on to that credibility. And so, ladies and gentlemen, as I close out today, 
Again, the Hustle Skirt Podcast objective is to empower you to speak up. Didn't you hear that from Dr. Calvin Mackey today? Embracing change in your own vision, mission, purpose, and get fired up with your passion. Yeah, you're right. Make sure to check our website, www.persistencelane.com. Persistence Lane, all one word, where you can subscribe to the Hustle Skirt podcast. Nine different platforms. So visit www.persistencelane.com to find out more about the Hustle Skirt. And while you edit, if you found value in this podcast and tell the truth, because you know you have enjoyed this interview yeah, with right. Dr. Calvin Mackey, STEM NOLA founder, okay? Do this for us. Give us a rating on iTunes or just tell a friend, I peeped out this interview. You're going to listen to this one for real over and over again. You're listening to the Hustle Skirt Podcast, the show that brings you economic equity for everyone, every day. Now, before I sign out, Calvin, as the host, anything you want to say about that magnificent Captain New Orleans before we close out? This was awesome. I was so no. impressed with that read, man, in August 2022, because you didn't say a thing about that vision that you have coming up in East New Orleans. That's right. We are, you know, I tell people, you know, yeah, my brother Anthony Mackey's Captain America. And I said, you know, that's kind of, that's fictitious, right? And they laugh. I said, but the, at the end of the movie, when you, if you saw uh, Black Panther at the end of the movie, they talked about how, uh, you know, how they was going to build a STEM center in every community. And I said, and they made 1.5 billion from a fictitious Black uh, community, right? Remember Wakanda? They wanted to open up Wakanda so they could share their knowledge and technology with the world because Wakanda has stuff that can save people. I said, well, we building Wakanda. We're building that STEM center that Marvel said it was going to build. We're building a 30,000 square foot, $15 million STEM center in New Orleans East, unlike anything ever seen in this country. And our people, our children, going to have somewhere to go to learn. You know, we live in New Orleans. And again, when my brother said he wanted to be an actor, we took him to, to, to NOCA. When John Bennett when John Baptiste said he wanted to be an entertainer, they took him to NOCA. When Wendell Marcellus wanted to be a trumpeter, they took him to NOCA. When Wendell Pierce wanted to be an actor, they took him to NOCA, right? When my son was in the eighth grade and said, Dad, I want, want, to, I want to learn artificial intelligence, there was nowhere for me to take it. We are now building that place where our kids who want 21st century skills, who want to take themselves to levels unseen, they're going to have a place created for them to come and learn. So, Thank you, Dr. Calvin Mackey. That, that's it. In the 21st century, our children have three options. Either they're going to take something, break something, and or make something. And if we don't give them the education, the inspiration, and the motivation to make something, like make a living, make a life, make a difference, it's only going to leave the two options that we see on the news at night. We're building that place for them to make those three things. So, man, let me close out this show for the day. Thank you for Joe and Deborah Gould being a part of your tribe That's and right. for blessing our grandson Joseph Gould fort with his STEM NOLA experience. Once again, to my audience, you're listening to the Hustle Skirt Podcast, the show that brings you economic equity for everyone, every day with your host, Deborah Gould. Till we meet again, Calvin. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. 
Okay. Bye-bye.